Solara Star is a UK-based advanced law of attraction teacher trainer, coach, public speaker, and leading wellness expert. She will share life-changing wisdom about the law of attraction and how you can use this powerful universal law to build a foundation for bigger and bolder manifesting results. It is time to create the life you deserve, and with Solara's help, you will. And a very, very warm welcome to Manifesting Made Easy with myself, Solara Star. I help you master your manifestations and your life. So my friends, no more chasing, no more forcing. It's time to own your power and unleash the master manifester within you. Well, today I've got something very, very incredible planned for us. I thought I'm going to take us on a deeper dive into the law of attraction. So far, we've discussed affirmations and visualizations and what happens if your manifesting doesn't work. We've gone from 3D, 4D, 5D consciousness. We have explored how jealousy can interrupt the flow, how your thoughts create. If you haven't had a chance to listen to these incredible shows, then go back and have a little listen because each one holds a very special key in putting together the rich tapestry of what makes the law of attraction work. And today we are going to dive even deeper into that tapestry. So the power of manifesting, also known as the law of attraction, skyrocketed in 2006 with the release of the amazing book, The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. And for many people, that was the very, very first introduction to the law of attraction, including myself. And I was so super excited. I literally started preaching from the rooftops, God help all of those around me, because I discovered something so extraordinary. And I needed that at the time because I was living in a very small house. It was beautiful, don't get me wrong. And I was very grateful for it. But I was with my daughter after separating from her dad. So times were pretty bleak and dark at that point. The bills are piling up and I was struggling to make ends meet. I felt like I was treading water most of the time. I felt hopeless. I felt defeated. And I felt like I was just trapped in this perpetual cycle of debt recovery programs. And then one day a friend gave me a magazine. And as I was kind of flipping through the pages um, over a coffee, I stumbled across a double page spread introducing the book. And I tell you what, something inside me sparked like a firecracker. I knew that I absolutely had to learn more. I devoured the book cover to cover, soaked up every single word, and just had this increasing feeling of excitement about everything that I was discovering. And I started to put a lot of the principles into practice straight away. And I was getting some really amazing results. You know, like small things, like finding, well, I'm saying it, say small things, like finding a park, car parking space. It sounds small now, but at the time, the car park was always ridiculously busy. And finding that space was absolute gold dust every single time. But also things like receiving unexpected money. You know, it just felt like no matter what I asked the universe for, it would show up in one way or another. And there was a particularly memorable example when I asked the universe for new taps for my kitchen sink. Now, back then, the thought of spending 80 odd pound on some new kitchen taps was just unthinkable. 
£80 felt like a lot of money, and it was to me back then, and it is to anybody who is in financial difficulty. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to ask the universe to bring me some taps. Like, you know, we're meant to be able to ask and receive, right? So I was like, right, universe, bring me some taps. Anyway, as I was walking my dog around our estate, a lady who was having a new kitchen installed had thrown out her old kitchen. And I looked closer and and all the parts that she was throwing out looked absolutely like tip-top condition. And I found the taps, which are exactly the same as mine, very well maintained though. And I couldn't help but just knock on her door. And I said, you know, are you going to be throwing these away? Are you looking to get money for them? And she just said, darling, you can just have them. So later on, my dad, bless him, he went and t- took the taps off. And, you know, it felt like a small, it, 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 it may have been a small win, but actually to me at the time, it was massive because it wasn't just about the taps. It proved to me that the law of attraction was real. And I had the power, for, power to manifest my desires. And I had this with numerous things. And that's why I always think keeping a manifestation log is a, a, a really, really good idea in manifesting. Because when we keep a manifestation log, We're able to have physical evidence written down of everything we've manifested because when we have those moments of doubt, all we need to do is go to the manifestation log and remind ourselves just how powerful we are. So it was back then that I started to introduce my knowledge of the law of attraction into my workshops. I was doing meditation and mindfulness. And as I started to weave it in and introduce it, the participants were just as excited as I was. And they started to see real noticeable results in the manifestations as well. So it wasn't just me, like this is working for other people as well. So eventually it became a really big part of my work. I created courses, accredited teacher trainings on the topic, and I quickly became well known for my work, which was just remarkable, you know, regularly being invited to speak at events and feature magazines. So my early success with the law of attraction was the universe's way of waking me up to all the possibilities and the potential of my own creative being. But over time, I started to notice a a pattern emerging. You know, it's just kind of swinging me from one extreme to the other. I would experience these exhilarating highs, but then they were also followed by these crushing lows. And whenever I hit a low point in my journey of manifestation, a sense of panic would grip me. So I don't know if you've had that too, You know, when something happens and your your vibration lowers and you you start getting into stress mode and and the more stressed you become, the more stressed you become. And of course, the more aware of the foundational principles of the law of attraction, we then have even more fear because of the potential consequences of our thoughts and emotions. It's quite a roller coaster, actually, this whole journey. So fear would often just trigger a downward spiral. Trapping me, into, trapping me into a cycle of creating more of what I was actually trying to avoid. And as all of these feelings that then just overwhelmed me, I would then reach for my manifestation techniques, hoping to lift myself up. But little did I know, my actions actually infused a frequency of fear into the very essence of my desires. And as a result, my Outcomes of manifesting was stagnant. And, you know, just it would just leave me wanting to understand, you know, why trying to manifest something just wasn't happening for me on the newer levels. 
So basic levels, you know, it was fine. It was the bigger things that I needed. Yeah, taps were great, but I needed clients. I needed a new house. I needed money. I needed all these amazing things. So as I delve deeper into my practice of advanced manifesting, now we're talking advanced manifesting, my friend. And the fact that you're listening to this tells me you're ready to go to a completely new level. Send me um, a DM on Instagram, at Solara Star, and email Solara at solarastar.com. And WhatsApp me. I'm ready. Let's activate this frequency of advanced manifestation within you. But as I started journeying or continued journeying through, I began to uncover a profound realization that the process of manifesting was actually way more intricate than I'd ever initially perceived. And it became abundantly clear to me that many factors beyond my previous understanding played a significant role in the art of manifesting. And these factors intertwined throughout our entire being, operating on various levels of consciousness, both seen and unseen. I know this is heavy, right? (laughs) But from my exploration, I discovered that the following elements, I'm going to share with you a few in here and see how we get on. And then I may just take some of the others over to the next podcast. I discovered that these elements I'm about to share with you greatly impacted the outcome of my manifestations. And it was only through my own journey that I was able to become more aware of them. The first one being soul contracts. You may never have heard of soul contracts before, but yes, my friend, they play such a huge role in our ability to attract and manifest. Because we create complex agreements at a soul level before even embarking on this journey of, of earth. Some people call it reincarnation or incarnating. So even beyond this time-space reality, our soul has had multiple agreements with multiple beings, with multiple situations per- specifically designed to help spark more growth, to stretch us, to challenge us, to unlock powerful spiritual gifts and heal on deeper levels than ever before. And these soul contracts, they act as guiding principles. So like like I said before, but I'll put it in another way, they direct us towards specific life experiences and lessons. So depending on the alignment with our soul's purpose, they can either support or hinder our manifestations. So you might be here thinking, right, well, I've never even heard of a soul contract before. And how on, what on earth even is it? <laughs> so I've given a brief explanation here. And I do remember recording a podcast on it, actually, but I can't be sure. I'd have to have a, a little double check. But that significantly will impact whether we receive our manifestation in the way that we want it to. And if we don't receive it the way we want it to, there is a deeper, more complex reason why we haven't. And that in itself is a powerful consideration. So now let's look at positive manifestations. 
So let's say that somebody has a soul contract to experience deep love and connection in this lifetime. As they align with this contract, they may manifest a loving, supportive, romantic partnership that brings them immense joy and growth and fulfillment. Because this manifestation aligns with their soul contract and brings about positive transformation as a result. But then, of course, we got the consideration of negative manifestation. So in other words, somebody may have a soul contract to learn self-worth lessons and overcome adversity. However, due to negative patterns or limiting beliefs, they may manifest toxic relationships that consistently undermine their self-esteem and perpetuate a cycle of pain and suffering. I can relate to that one big time. This manifestation reflects the soul contract, but it reflects it in its negative. Of course, we understand there's no such thing as positive and negative. I think it's really important to say that here because any so-called negative is actually designed to unlock and help us to heal and expand our consciousness. So actually, it's more positive than positive. But negatively, the manifestation reflects the soul contract negatively as it presents challenges and opportunities for growth through hardship. So you might be reflecting back now on certain relationships that you've had and the soul contracts that you've had with people within those relationships and how certain people have triggered you and pushed you to grow. Or you may have noticed repeating patterns within this space. That's because certain lessons weren't fully grasped or maybe only a part of it was grasped. So you're repeating it again and you'll know when you've overcome it because you'll no longer receive the lesson. That's when you start to align with your manifestation, with your desired manifestation. But then, of course, we've got neutral manifestation. So a neutral manifestation is based on a sort of contract that could be somebody experience a period of solitude, of introspection, you know, this is a time of isolation and it may very well be very necessary for their personal growth and self-discovery, learning to create that, that loving relationship within perhaps, aligning with their soul contract to deepen their understanding and love of themselves. And way it, while it may not appear overtly positive or negative, this manifestation serves as a neutral platform for self-reflection and inner transformation. So these are very important considerations when it comes to manifesting. But remember, it is important that interpreting positive, negative, or neutral manifestations can absolutely vary on one's perspective and soul's journey. So these, these examples that I've given and in future podcasts, I was just seeing whether we could share a couple more, but I'm just interested in, in whether this is enough just to ponder on for now. You know, these examples illustrate how manifestations can align with soul contracts, either bringing about positive growth, which remembers all positive growth anyway, presenting learning challenges, which are also indirectly 
for positive growth or creating self-exploration opportunities. So you can see none of it is negative anyway. It just feels it. Some of it feels it because it hurts and it's hard and it stretches us and it stresses us and it makes us want to scream and shout at the universe and say, for God's sake, universe, throw me a bone. (laughs) But there's all ultimately designed for our highest good and the soul's purpose to evolve and expand through these manifestations, regardless of their perceived nature. So there we go. A nice big conversation about soul contracts, positive manifestation, negative manifestation, neutral manifestation, and why all of those are key in order to unlock our true desires. Yes, the car parking spaces are nice. Yes, the taps are nice. All of that is lovely. But that thing that our heart truly desires, that yearning that seems to elude us, it's because there's something deeper going on. So if you would like to have a conversation to see how I can help you in your law of attraction practice and book in a coaching or some coaching sessions or just have a free consult, first of all, just to see if we're a good fit. Please feel free to reach out solara at solarastar.com. And also remember, I've got a beautiful Facebook group called Become a Master Manifester, where periodically I will pop some information in there that is super, super useful in creation and manifestation. But for now, I'm going to leave that there. It's been absolutely beautiful to connect with you again. Next time, we're going to be discussing some other considerations which could stop or block your manifestation from happening. And when you have an understanding of it, you can then begin to create even more magic in your life. So for now, sending you loads and loads of love, a big squishy hug, and I look forward to hearing from you either on Instagram or Facebook or email. All right, take care for now. Sending lots of love and please remember to like and follow. Thanks for listening. Solara Star will be back next week with great insights into the law of attraction. In the meantime, please visit solarastar.com.